Why is it so hard for us to do the right thing? Oh, sure, there are occasionally situations where we are faced with some moral ambiguity, but most of the time, we make it harder than it really is. Some of you may remember the uh, prominent radio personality, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Does that name ring any bells? For many years, she's had a radio program where people would call her up and ask for her advice, even though her PhD was not in psychology, it was in physical therapy. But people called because Dr. Laura takes no prisoners. People will call up and explain their problems, and Dr. Laura will say something to the effect of, this is your mess, clean it up, or you promised to do this, so now do it. The people who call Dr. Laura tend to be people who are complicating their own lives because they either don't take responsibility for their own actions and choices, or they're not honest with themselves or with their partners. It's not moral complexity that trips people up most of the time. It's our own sinfulness and weakness. And this is what Moses is trying to explain to his people in our first reading from Deuteronomy today. He has told them in plain terms what God wants them to do and to not do. There are no secrets. There is no mystery here. God himself has revealed the law And it is as plain as can be. It's easy. Of course, we know the history. The Israelites found that they couldn't keep the law. They followed other gods. They murdered the prophets. They built idols. Was there some nuanced moral argument that they let them believe that these things were okay? I don't think so. They knew it was wrong, and they did it anyway. St. Paul wrote about this. He said, the good that I intend to do, I don't do. And the evil that I don't intend, I do. It's human sinfulness, and we all suffer from it, and we all suffer because of it. So it's not really surprising that Jesus had to confront it when he was teaching. And it starts with this lawyer. And as an exercise, I'll let you insert your favorite lawyer joke here. Jesus asks, or is asked, what it is that has to be done to inherit eternal life. And Jesus responds by saying, you know what's in the law, do that. It's perfectly clear. Love God with your whole heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. It is that simple. But wait. The lawyer wants to make it more complicated, so let's narrow down who's a neighbor. And look at the response Jesus makes, the parable of the Good Samaritan. It's very familiar, and most people completely misunderstand the point. Because the parable of the Good Samaritan is not about being nice to people by the side of the road. That's a good thing, don't get me wrong, But that is not the point of the story. Look at the literary form of the parable of the Good Samaritan. Does that literary structure look at all familiar? If we take off the pious glasses for a moment, what is the parable of the Good Samaritan? It's a joke. It's an ethnic joke. It's one of the oldest joke forms in the world. 
You know how it goes. A priest, a minister, and a rabbi are out playing golf. An American, a Frenchman, and a Polish guy are up in an airplane and there's only two parachutes. I mean, everybody knows this form. You know how the joke's going to end even before you get to the punchline. And the way it always works is that the punchline sticks it to whoever the third guy is. And all of Jesus' listeners know how this is going to end, too. The point of the joke is to make the Samaritan look foolish. And, of course, the Jews of that time hated the Samaritans and wanted nothing to do with them. And you can bet that they used ethnic jokes like this to poke at them just as people do today. But what happens? The same thing that happens in virtually all of the parables. Jesus turns their expectations upside down. Remember, this began with the question, who is my neighbor? Everybody seems to think that the guy by the side of the road is the neighbor. So Jesus asks, who's the neighbor to him? And they answer back, the one who showed mercy. And that is the real answer. The Samaritan is your neighbor. It's not about the guy who was robbed. It's about helping those people listening to Jesus understand that their hatred of the Samaritans is not acceptable. That is the point that Jesus is making. Who is my neighbor can no longer be limited to my family, my ethnic group, my country, my sexual orientation, or my anything. If there's anyone we're still feuding with, or excluding, or reserving just a little bit of hatred for, then we haven't heard the message of the gospel and brought it into our hearts. As St. Paul writes to the Colossians, it pleased God by means of Christ to reconcile everything in his person. Everything I say both on earth and in heaven. And so if there is anyone that we are willing to leave unreconciled, then we are still not loving God with all our heart and soul and strength and mind. You have probably heard the phrase, charity begins at home. Have you thought about what that phrase really means? It does not mean take care of your own people first. That's not charity. That's simply fulfilling your natural obligations. Charity begins at home means that home is where we learn charity. It's where we teach our children to be charitable. At a time in our country when we are no longer welcoming the stranger or caring for our neighbors, it is time for charity to begin at home again. And the difficulty, of course, is that we want to make this complicated. We may feel like there are very good reasons for hating or excluding or avoiding the people that we do. We can construct elaborate rationalizations and find arguments for extending God's reconciling love to less than everyone. And most of those reasons and rationalizations have to do with our own perceived victimization, our fears, or our need for revenge.
But where does that get us? Ask the good Christians of Kosovo or Northern Ireland or Rwanda or Sudan. No, it's really simple. God's love is unbounded and God's desire for reconciliation isn't limited. And our responsibility as followers of Christ is to love in the same way. Do this and you shall live.